Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Mr. Gordon, how do you feel at the present moment about your development? Grateful, sir. You are happy about it? Yes, sir. Why? Because it has allowed me to see. To see what? The world. And what do you see in that world? Well, my eyes are new, Doctor. I... And what do they see, Mr. Good? Things as they are. And? And what they are becoming. Can you give me an example, Mr. Gordon? No, sir, you give me one. Very well. Very well. Modern science. Rampant technology. Conscience by computer. Modern art. Dispassionate draftsman. Foreign policy. Brave new weapons. <laughs> Today's youth. Joyless, guideless. Today's religion. Breachment by popularity poll. Standard of living. A TV in every room. <laughs> Education. A TV in every room. <laughs> the world's future, Mr. Gordon. Brave new hates, brave new bombs, brave new wars. The coming generation. Test tube conception, laboratory birth, TV education, brave new dreams, brave new hates, brave new wars, a beautifully purposeless process of society suicide. Any more questions? Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we discuss the movie based on the novel, based on the short story by Daniel Keyes, about a man with the intelligence of a child who becomes a super genius after an experimental surgery. Starring Cliff Robertson, Claire Bloom, and directed by Ralph Nelson, it's 1968's Charlie. But first, he's the scientist who's only concerned with positive results to my scientists concerned with the well-being of their subject. It's James. How are you doing, James? You live a lie, Jason. Like, before the show started, you could just tell there was something wrong. You, you, just, you said you were beaten down. But then you start the show and you're all upbeat. I'm confused. I don't know if I should shit on this movie or now, like, pull my punches because I'm afraid you might just throw yourself off a cliff. You be you, man. You be you. You do movie you. Sucks. All right, I am. This movie's terrible. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. And he's the subject who can't beat a mouse in a maze race. It's Rob. How you doing, Rob? I made it. I made it. I made it. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing about this movie. Every time, you know, uh, I, 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 like the words they used in this movie, you can't use. But every time he was on the screen, I just thought, man. That's that. There goes uh, the IT manager. <laughs> God help us all. Yeah, um, it's totally a different time with a totally different lexicon, isn't it? Yeah, they use the word. And look, I don't agree with this word. I try not to use this word unless I'm referring to Rob. Retardate. 
I didn't even know that was a word. That's like a that's a that's like a, a derivative of the word. But that's well, what they, they only said it a couple times, and then they then they switched over to morons. Yeah, they did. Which I think morons is more derogatory. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I never thought moron was derogatory towards a, a mentally handicapped person. I just figured moron was just dumb in did general. You, we call, yeah, we call him Rob. Right. It's not right. Well, yeah. it's a synonym. I mean, you look yeah. up moron in a thesaurus and you see Rob. Yeah. Or it same thing. One, one in the same. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> What's happening around CBC, James? Uh, this week around CBC, the women of spoiler, they die revisit Oregon where foot fetish fiends fiendishly fetishize foot herpes every Thursday on spoiler. They die. Uh, the BGA crew reviews Gears of War having sex with XCOM or Gears Tactics, whichever you prefer. Uh, the Drunkonomics guys drink some scotch while collecting unemployment checks. And Simply Stogies interviews Glenn Loop, the executive director of Scar Rights of America. Wow. And Rob still doesn't have a cooking show. Yeah. You yeah, actually pretty- like did research and prepared something. I'm, I'm fucking impressed. You he wrote it down. Be. It sounded I like. And you know- I got... I got the tongue twister out. I was going to say, uh, you know, you wrote it down and you can read. That you're one step up higher than Jason. You used alliteration. You can fuck off, Rob. You used alliteration <laughs> and everything. I'm I'm very very impressed. Yeah. You should be. Just remember everybody, spoiler they die every Thursday uh where they apparently just stick around Oregon looking at foot fetishes. So. Well, apparently that's where all the good stuff happens. Yeah, yeah that's right. a, I guess Oregon's the hot spot for serial killers. I who knew? And foot fetishes. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. Rob is it, did, is it just I, foot fetishes in general that Oregon's famous for, or is it foot serial killers with foot fetishes in Oregon? I thought, I thought Oregon was like famous for like their like nature and shit. Yeah, nature and yeah, and foot fetishes with serial killers. I don't know. Every Thursday, spoiler, they die. <laughs> or Monday, <laughs> whatever. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I I really love pissing Logan and, and Cat off with this. This is great. Uh, so, yeah, every Thursday, CBC. There you go. CreatorBringCandy.com. And if you're a creator, if you're a podcaster, if you're a vlogger, if you're a blogger, if you're a cartoonist, if you, I, I, as long as you're not Rob, uh, go to CreatorBringCandy.com, click that apply button, and I can add you to this list. And I promise maybe I won't be nearly as hard on you as I am on Spoiler They Die. I, you really want to promise that? No, I don't. Because if you're my friend, uh, yeah, I will probably be you know, a lot harder on you than I am on spoiler. They die. Yeah. Which is a great podcast. Like it is. I, I, I feel bad a little bit because every week the girls are like, ah, it's not keep, keep our podcast out of your mouth. I don't even know what that means, but that's what they say. You know, I, you just egg it on when you do that, you egg it on. And so you this don't is feel what bad. you get. It's, I don't. Instead of talking about the serial killer that you're actually going to talk about, and it's a great podcast to listen to, instead of that, I am going to just focus in on Oregon foot fetishes and then Thursday, which is not the day it comes out. It comes out Monday. But <laughs> I will tell everyone that it comes out Thursday. Thursday, STD. <laughs> and foot fetishes with herpes. Rob, you got some news for us? I do. 
Did you do, do you want- research this week or did you yeah. just kind of read shit? Well, no. I was going to ask, do you want space news or do you want sci-fi news? Well, uh, look, there's got to be something about this podcast that's sci-fi. So let's go with sci-fi news. Fine. Because the rest of the podcast is not going to be. Oh, my God. Both of you fucking suck. (laughs) That's where we start. So I didn't hear Jason pimp Keanu Reeves Day. So I'm going to go. Well, and there's a reason for that. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, No, I'm going to pimp Keanu Reeves Day. We're still going to make it happen. Okay. Um, And the reason is because Keanu Reeves says that The Matrix 4 is a wonderful story. Which is high praise coming from someone so breathtaking as Keanu Reeves. He is. It is a wonderful. He is story. very breathtaking. I'm sure. But that's not. But that's not everything that I'm working on here. So we got Keanu Reeves doing the Matrix Four, uh, saying that the story is wonderful. Yada yada yada. I'm thinking he's getting paid to say it. Uh, but then the, the more important thing is uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music uh, trailer came out this past week. Looks pretty excellent. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It looks really good. I was excited whenever they announced Bill and Ted, uh, the new Bill and Ted movie. I I think actually I heard it from Alex Winters. So I'm a Kickstarter backer for his documentary on Frank Zappa. Uh, He gathered up just a ton of material from uh, various sources, uh, including Frank Zappa's personal vault full of shit and had it restored, and he's creating a Frank Zappa uh, documentary, and I backed that on Kickstarter. So he's also giving out uh, various updates to his uh, Kickstarter backers, and one of those updates was that he was uh, doing Bill and Ted, a new Bill and, Bill and Ted movie with uh, Keanu Reeves. So I was really excited. I guess this was probably a couple of years ago that he announced that, but I'm looking forward to it. Be excellent to one another, yeah, dude. Which both of those movies are on the list, so we'll get to them eventually. Uh, yeah, maybe we should take whenever them off they the decide, list. Yeah, whenever and, and they then, decide to show up. Yeah, and then like do them right before this one comes out. We can do all three. Yeah, we can do that. Yep, uh, it's just a suggestion. Like we can do whatever. Yeah, like I, I really like both of those movies. Death is is steals the show in both movies, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I think is, George Carlin steals the show. <sighs> Dude, I, George see, Carlin just, is back. How is George Carlin going to be back what? for this movie? He's been Are they dead doing the CGI years. thing? No, yeah. there's there's time travel involved. So obviously they're going to bring him back. How? It's not real time travel. Yeah. Time travel. You, you, you know this know is a that. movie. It's make-believe, Rob, right? Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. It's real. Movies are documentaries. IT, everybody. Well, you know what? If, if Charlie's a documentary, they should have just called it Rob. <laughs> well, yeah, because they couldn't have called it retardate. <laughs> you can't say that, are Rob. Trying, are you just trying to find what your HR too? God damn it, Rob. No, I can say it. You you're allowed to say it because it is said in the movie, and I said that you can't say that. I didn't say they should have called it that. You just wanted to say it. I did, and I had to sneak it in somewhere, and that was the best place that I could sneak it in. That wasn't really snuck in at all. It was. It was so sneaky you didn't even notice it. You got any news? Yeah. Yeah, I got some more news. I was just waiting for you guys to finish it with uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah, we're done. Um, all right. So, uh, Olivia Munn, uh, you know, she's oh, a yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So apparently she is going to be in a new sci-fi thriller known as Replay. Um, it has been compared to... Wait, what's it called? Betw- Replay. Okay. That's not like, what you said before. What did I say before? I don't know. Whatever you said before had three syllables. Yeah, it did. It was weird. I don't know if it was it was just the internet interneting. It might be the it might be the internet interneting because or if the Discord, surgery you had is wearing off. <laughs> it, a little bit of that too. The Discord seems to be a little laggy this afternoon. Mm. Okay, um, so replay. Anyway, Olivia so, Munn. Yeah, Olivia Munn replay, uh, and it has been compared to a cross between John Wick and the raid in terms of its action scenes. That's all we know. I don't know what the raid is. I don't either. The raid is a uh, uh, Japanese, Japanese or Hong Kong. It's a Hong Kong movie that is ridiculous. Go look it up. It's a cult classic. Or it's got a cult following, I should say. Um, anyway, so the story is uh, focuses on Aaron Staffer, who is played by Mun. Uh, her husband is kidnapped and murdered, and now she is armed with illegal and bleeding-edge tech. And desperate for a plan, she must do everything in her power to change the past and save him. Oh, God, so time no, travel. There's, yeah, so, so there's time travel, so it's not anything like John Wick. There's, there's not a dead dog, so there's not anything like John Wick. Yeah, this, sounds, this just sounds kind of dumb, uh, and I, I'm, I'm probably just going to pass. Oh, no, we're putting it on the list because it is actually sci-fi as opposed to Charlie. It uh, sounds oh, well, like yeah, Taken no. Fucked Looper. <laughs> oh, John, <laughs> John, John Wick has uh, hemorrhoids. What? What? The the raid. John Wick and the raid hemorrhoids. I don't know. Moving I don't on. understand. I don't, I don't know I, no, what wait, that means. No. Yeah. No, I, I want don't you know. to explain what that Taken, meant. Because... Take in Fox know. Looper. That 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 was a better one. Sorry. What? Um, just take edit out Looper. what I said. Yeah, no, just, don't edit it out. Don't you dare just, edit it out. Take it I all want out, everyone to like listen to him as this surgery wears off. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think it was a success to begin? With? <laughs> no shit. Well, you're IT, <laughs> so I guess Self probably learn. wasn't. Self burn. <laughs> uh, all right. So my third and final thing is not space related. Um, what are you guys doing on July 22nd? Wait, your first and second thing weren't space related. Why did you think you had to <laughs> announce that the third wasn't space related? Well, I didn't want you guys to get your, your hopes up that Look, I had some space news. I go into the news segment with no expectations at all. Like they're as low as low can be. Because if I go in there into this segment, like thinking you're going to have done some research where you're going to be able to talk cogently and coherently about whatever mm-hmm. subjects you're going to bring up. Mm-hmm. I am always and immediately disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. What was your question again? Because I just got totally thrown <laughs> off by this isn't space related. And I was like, well, well, I wasn't expecting a space related news article. All right. What do you do in July 22nd? I don't know. Well, no. All right. You guys are sitting in front of your uh, computers yeah. and going to Comic-Con. Uh, because it is online and free this year. Oh. No, I'm not. Okay. No, yeah. I'm not. Do I have to dress up like a dork? No, you don't have to, but you can. Uh, I will. I mean, I've done it in the past. So. Yeah, I mean, you 
I, yeah. I'll go as Riker. What? What? Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say, you, you have a Star Trek uniform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, know. I, mean, I was going to say, you probably Kenobi are right now, well. but. I'm not wearing pants right gets, now. He gets dressed up. It's a good We're not thing. doing we video anymore, video so I don't. I, like, I'm not. I'm naked, to be 100% honest with everybody. I am completely oh, in man. Let's that do video. That is why your daughter has problems. <laughs> do video. Like, Jason takes it to his place that is normal ish to take it to like let's do video i'd like to see your naked body you take it to a weird and creepy place charlie i mean rob stop doing that look bad, i'm getting a little smarter rob. and i'm starting to notice butts okay <laughs> and, boom, and, boom. and boobs boobs and butts <laughs> uh yeah so july oh my god yeah, July 22nd uh, starts Comic-Con, and it is free online. Um, they're going to do panel presentations and some sort of masquerade thingamajig. I don't know. Don't care. I don't care. Yeah, and dorks will be dorks. Uh, but, yep, there you and go. And I'm sure there will be a ton of advertising as well. Right. Probably. It'll be a ton of advertising. It's not, look, it loses something in translation. Like going to a comic con, I've gone to like small comic cons. I mean, and we'll be back the, after the words from their sponsors. Uh, to the comic con. No, that's how it works. You just yeah, you, that's exactly you, how it will work. Yeah, and cut it, it off right in the middle of a sentence. There's something about it's like going to the movies to see a Star Wars, right? There's something about being in a in a, in a place with a, a large group of people that share the same interests that you do, and there's a there's a feeling that goes along with it, like Star Wars Celebration, Jason. Right. Right. There's something that goes along with that. And it loses that when it's on a screen and all these, all these act, you know, these actors aren't going because these actors want to go to jobs and they can't go to jobs if they're out and about with other people because of, you know, Rona and it's still spiking in like 21 States. Like that's big news. Right. But so they're not going to go out. So they're going to be at home because they, they need to be quarantined so that they can go do their job which is acting. And so it just loses something like, yeah, there's going to be dress up. Yeah. There's going to be, or I'm sorry, cosplay. Uh, and there's going to be, it just, it loses something. I don't want to do it. Is it free or do you have to pay? It's free. He it's said free. it's free. It's free. Yeah. Totally. Free. I still, I still don't want to. I, no, no. It's July 26th. Motherfucker. I want to be out and about doing shit, going fishing, um, smoking a cigar, something that doesn't involve sitting in front of my computer screen with dorks on the other side of the planet. July 22nd. Whatever. It does fucking July. Whatever. It'll be hot as balls. But you're inside. But you're inside. You don't have to I go outside, be outside to watch and it. Hot as balls. That's what okay. I then go outside, hot as balls, balls, and and I will fish log on that in and watch and smoke a cigar. No, I won't. I will be outside doing shit. Well, you can no, be you outside won't. doing shit, fishing, no. smoking a cigar, and watching it on your phone. Yeah, Fuck and that. don't and <laughs> don't put words into your own mouth. You know, you're not going to be doing anything. No, I'll be at home without pants and not yeah. on and not watching Comic Con. Uh, you going outside doesn't. That's you know what? When does Ghost of, Shush- when, when did Ghost of Sush- Tsushima come Never. out? Isn't it sometime in July? Shut up. Never. It's coming out. I hate you so much. It's coming out. <laughs> yeah. Keep thinking that. God damn it. When it comes out, I'm rubbing it in your face. You can. I will. When it comes that out. all the news? It will. It's coming out. Who's ready That's for a bud crawl? Wait, is it about Charlie? It is. Then no. Yeah. Well, too bad. Here it comes. 
We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Charlie is a simple man, literally. He likes playing on the playground with other like-minded 80-year-olds, but not in a creepy way. He also likes mimicking smart people at the university where he's taking classes to learn how to read and write better. He's like Goodwill Hunting's dumber older brother. If he had a job being bad at IT, he would be Rob. But he doesn't do IT, he pushes a broom at a commercial bakery, where his supposed friends like to put unrisen dough in a pail and seal it into his locker. Charlie's night classes are led by Ms. Kinian, a teacher working on her doctoral thesis in psychology. She sees Charlie's tenacity to better himself and just happens to know a couple of lab coat types, they wear lab coats so you know they are smart, who can mess around in his brain and maybe give him a leg up. But first, Charlie has to run through a battery of evaluations ranging from pattern recognition, IQ tests, and racing a mouse named Algernon, who has already had the super genius surgery, in a maze. Charlie is eventually accepted into the program and goes into surgery to have his brain scrambled. When he comes out, he's still as dim as Rob, but has a very fashionable head bandage. <laughs> Over the next several weeks, Charlie gets a crash course in elementary school education. He doesn't do too well at first, still losing to a mouse and struggling to understand even the simplest concepts. But just as he's accepting the fact that he will forever be dumber than a mouse, he finally beats Algernon in a maze race. From there he starts absorbing information like a sponge, breezing through elementary education in a month, and high school education in three weeks. However, it seems that it was not only his intelligence that was hindered his entire life, it was also his emotional maturity. As he works his way through high school, he also discovers girls, in particular, his teacher Ms. Kinian. Just as Charlie is surpassing the intelligence and knowledge of his full-time tutor, he's noticing his full-time tutor has some very appealing curves that he enjoys looking at, both top and bottom. And he likes painting those curves, too, in an abstract fashion. Particularly the bottom portion, which proves that Charlie is an ass man. Unfortunately, Charlie's emotional education has lagged behind his intelligence education, and he shows up at Kinian's apartment one night and gifts her a very expensive hand mirror. Then he assaults her. Kinian fends off his attacks and throws some word bombs in retaliation, and Charlie runs off to spend the next two weeks crashing motorcycles, doing hookers and blow, and dancing like Austin Powers on meth. However, the fast life of an American teenager is often hollow and unfulfilling, so Charlie heads back to real life, gets a haircut and a shave, and finds Ms. Kinian breaking into his room for some sexy time. Charlie and Ms. Kinian head out for a romantic camping trip complete with a rowboat tour of an abandoned ship in the middle of a lake. There, Charlie declares himself captain of the SS Rustbucket and formally marries himself to Ms. Kinian, against her wishes. They head back to Boston just in time for Drs. Namur and Strauss' presentation on the results of their research where Charlie is the subject behind the glass to be displayed. As Charlie is waiting backstage for his turn to be grilled by the various visiting scientists, he notices that Algernon is not his usual brainiac self. First, Pinky is suspiciously missing, and second, he doesn't seem to have the drive to take over the world that he once had. In fact, Algernon seems to be sleeping a lot more than he usually does, and it's a bitch to wake him. Charlie steps into the spotlight and answers the questions thrown at him with increasingly scathing wit and sarcasm until he finally asks his own question to Dr. Namur, what about me? Charlie reveals that the procedure is only temporary, and he will soon be back to his former self, complete with blissful ignorance of the world's contempt toward him. Charlie, however, won't go down without a fight. He starts working with his former mentors on their research and soon surpasses their knowledge of the subject matter. 
However, completing the research reveals that nothing can be done to keep the condition from reverting, and he is doomed to his former life. Moose Kinian visits Charlie at his apartment and proposes marriage, but Charlie rejects her advances and asks her to leave, severing ties, and roll Charlie playing on the seesaws with other like-minded eight-year-olds. Credits. Okay. <clears throat> so, I figured neither one of you would uh, like this movie. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm sure I, I figured correctly. So let's let's get into it. Yes, let's 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 just get right down to brass tacks. Like I'm not number one. I'm not sure. Like, I'm sure that the story in the book are fine and it says something and I get what this movie was trying to say. And I'm OK with that. I think that there, there needs to be movies like this uh, and they need to say something. And there needs to be the, this, this uh, you know, like things are wrong and it, we have to change and that kind of stuff. And I'm all, I, I'm all for it. But on a, on a podcast where we do science fiction mm-hmm. and the least science fiction thing we have done up until now, excluding uh, uh, Fire Marshal Bill's uh, bullshit movie, has been 11-22-63 because I had a closet. It was more like <laughs> we might as well just do the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe for fuck's sake. Uh this movie had a surgery. That's it. Nothing it was, it was more it. than just a surgery. It was a surgery was a that came from the research that mm. they had done previously. So no radioactive yeah. spider. Uh, it it was no, glossed over. Right. No gamma rays. Um, no aliens. No lasers. Okay. Surgery. Let's, let's. I'll tell. I'll tell you this. The most science fiction thing about this fucking thing is a guy had brain surgery, and a week later he had a full head of fucking hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even. Think they don't have to shave the entire fucking head, depending upon. Well, they what they didn't shave it. any like, of it. I don't it. understand. Well, they may have. Apparently, they may have oh, no, shaved no, uh, you, the piece of it that they needed to, and then the. No, well, they would they have did. certainly given him a fucking trim. And no, they didn't what even they do did that. is they just they just cut along the hairline so that when they <laughs> seamed them back together, it hid perfectly. Okay, yeah. whatever. Scalped them. My, minor quabble with with I guess minor. consistency on on fucking hairdos after surgery. Okay, I'll give you that. So this film and the mm-hmm. scientist or the science fiction theme that it deals with is called uplift. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Go ahead. Okay, so no, that's his argument right there. That's that's what that's makes it. this story a sci-fi story. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, so what you're saying is, is that all it has to do in order to be considered sci-fi? Because now we're just we're not even talking about this movie. We're talking about science fiction at large. In order to be considered science fiction, it has to it has to stay within a certain genre, a certain theme. What do you think? Is that what you, yeah, I mean, how do, how do you think stories are told or classified? So there's there's a a, a theme. Yeah, no, they, they're and then, classified in genres. Uh huh. Like this is sci-fi, and sci-fi deals with science fiction, right? And this deals with the science fiction theme of okay. uplift, uh, which is there may according have been, to Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge. Yeah. A developmental process to transform a certain species of animal into a more intelligent being by other already intelligent beings. Mm. Okay. 
So you had a hard time reading that, and that that that's neither here nor there. What what I'm saying is is it shouldn't gloss over like like Charlie said. I mean Rob said it shouldn't gloss over the sci-fi aspect of it. And that's all this movie did. It did because not. it focused. It it did too. All it did was focus on the people and the love, the burning burning hot love that was in Charlie's pants for his yeah. teacher. Now. No, yeah. it, that was a that I was will, not the major I, aspect of this entire that fucking was, movie. That's well, all. Either I that or it was a history lesson. Yeah, or like how government the, uh, works. Okay, so yeah. the the major the major theme of this movie was you're taking a man with the intelligence mm-hmm. with the IQ. No, this is a less plot. than this 70. is a plot, not a theme. Yeah, this is a plot, not not a theme. The plot is. No, I'm about to describe guy. the theme that they were exploring the in the plot of the. Of the movie. So you're taking a man. (laughs) No, shut up and let me finish. (laughs) You're taking a man with an IQ of 70 and you're making him into a super genius through an experimental surgery. And now you're exploring the dynamics of what he was like before and how society treated him when he was, you know, mentally disabled Compared to how he is dealing with the world that he can now see as being a super genius and how he's dealing with people that are now less intelligent than him. Yeah, that's a plot. That, that's the plot of the movie. That's exactly what this movie is about. That is called a plot. And the, the, I don't, the, the science fiction element of this movie is the surgery and then the superpower genius that he has. And they don't focus on the superpower genius. They just show that he's a superpower genius. That's it. Yeah, he, like didn't, he didn't solve They do focus or, on the superpower genius. Yeah. They show the transition yeah, of him dumb to gaining smart. his yeah. intelligence and how he is that's distancing himself from the people that he used to have relationships with. The people that he thought were his friends. I mean, they treated him like shit, but he considered them friends because he didn't realize that they were treating him like shit. Rob, do you consider Jason and, and, and myself your friends? Okay, Juke. You're a real nice Juke. <laughs> I yeah. give you a quarter, Juke. <laughs> juke. Yeah, that was a dumb scene. Like, I don't understand why Mr. Seinfeld uh, was such an asshole in his youth. Oh, that yeah, that was, yeah, that was... I knew I recognized yeah, him Seinf- from someplace, yeah. yeah. Seinfeld's dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Dick Van Patten. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. He, he had a so head of young. hair at some point. Yeah, he looks so young. Wow. Uh, none of that, none of that matters because this movie is shit and not sci-fi. It is none not shit, it. and it is sci-fi. Okay, so let me let me let me. It's not a bad movie overall. It's not. Uh, I I actually enjoy it uh, as far as the, the plot goes. I think that it does show that you know how we should behave. Right? It's like be better. And, and I think they're feeling like we need to have that that message, especially now. Like, just be better, be better than you fucking are. Like, we get that it it you, you know to have fun at somebody else's expense. We do it, Rob, all the time. But there are those that can't help it. There are those that didn't that don't deserve that kind of ridicule, and they need our help and they need our our empathy. And so, be better. And I think that that's a great message to have, especially right now. And so, I really like this film. I think that what they kind of missed. An opportunity, if you really want my my honest opinion of this film, where he was ridiculed before 
for being so dumb. And he was basically, they were trying to put him to up to be their uh, uh, grinder monkey to fucking uh, entertain uh, the doctors. And I think there was a missed opportunity there where he could have seen, especially when they were laughing at him. When, when, when you, you could kind of see the parallel between he was being laughed at before when he was super dumb and now he's being laughed at while he's super smart. Missed opportunity. Well, regardless, I, my, I think that, my, and, and that was a, I, I think that was a pretty powerful scene. And I think you missed the end of that scene because towards the end of that yeah, scene, I was after they were, shit. after they had laughed at some of the things that he had said, he basically stuck it to him with the, the last few statements that he uh, said towards them, especially towards the doctors that, that gave him this experimental surgery and started holding back information like, this uh, yeah, surgery no, I, wasn't yeah. uh, wasn't permanent. Yeah. No, I, I I got that. I did. I just think they could have went in a different direction with it, and they chose not to do it. Instead, they kind of turned it around on the doctors and whatnot. And that's that's fine. Like the doctors were doing the same thing to him, essentially, that his coworkers were doing before. So, regardless, my my gripe with this movie, Jason. Is that it's not inherently it is not sci-fi. They they they. It is a romantic drama with a message. And the science, the science fiction aspect, which I'll agree there is a science fi- fiction aspect to this movie. But that science fiction aspect gets drowned out and literally glossed over until the very end where it's like, yeah, it's not permanent. And then even then, his super genius wasn't enough to save himself. Well, he started to wasn't- become too dumb before he could figure out the 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 secret to you know, everlasting super genius. No, no, that's, that's not it at all. He finished the research. He came to the conclusion that the, that the procedure was inherently temporary. There was no so way to the make procedure it again. There was no way to make it permanent. So do it again. Well, I don't know that it could be done again. They never said that, that it couldn't, they, did they? They never tried. It I again. think in, yeah. I think in the, well, you can't just fucking try shit yeah, and hope that it works. Sure Why not? That's it's not fiction. how fucking science works. But it's science fiction, so it could but Science fiction is fictional. based on science. Maybe. I mean, science fiction has fucking flying cars and maybe fucking AI robots. It's in the fucking maybe. name, lasers. Rob. Maybe. God damn it. So, I thought the movie was good. If you didn't consider it sci-fi. Yeah. 100%. I didn't, I didn't dislike the movie. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it, it, you know, um, it held my attention, uh, mostly for the interpersonal stuff and, and, and how he dealt with being smart and stuff like that. Um, but as far as sci-fi goes, uh, yeah, it's a, what two minute talk about it and then on either end and then that's it you know oh we did a proce- we're going to do a procedure on you okay well what is this procedure oh don't worry about the details those aren't important hey that sounds like a different movie uh why looper. why are the details looper. of the procedure important well no but maybe not like all the details details but you know as far as you know, oh, we came up with this uh, 
this serum or something, or this is what we're going to do. It was a and surgery, then, not a serum. Whatever. Regardless, it's not very sci-fi-ish. <laughs> it's not. It's no, I mean, not. how is it? It's how like, is it not sci-fi-ish? Surgery is not sci-fi, motherfucker. Like, Experimental surgery like, to increase somebody's intelligence is absolutely sci-fi. Can we do it now? No, it's not. You want to do it. You want to make this fucking sci-fi. You know what you do? You fucking put him in a machine, shoot him up with serum, and his brain gets fucking huge. That's sci-fi. How this is that is- different? Well, his brain didn't There's, get huge, did it? And there, there was wasn't a machine, machine and no serum. It was a goddamn so surgery. So it's not science fiction if it doesn't have a machine. Yeah, okay. I think you got it. I think you got my point. I think that's absolutely incorrect. Name a science fiction movie other than this piece of. Like, it's a good movie. I don't want to call it a piece of shit. It's a really good movie. Name another uh, science fiction movie other than Charlie uh, colon uh, an IT manager's journey. <laughs> that doesn't that, that that is sci-fi that doesn't have machines. Name one. Planet of the Apes. Uh, no, it has machines. Yep, space. It's, yeah, they have spaceships. So he had a a space shuttle that, or he had a rocket. It wasn't a space shuttle. The space shuttle hadn't been uh, well, created yeah, you know at that I mean. time. But yeah, he a had a conf- sent him into a he had a universe. conventional technology rocket. Yeah, that that it resulted in unconventional. Uh, but not through a uh, machine. Yeah, absolutely through a machine. The machine took him to like a parallel universe of the future or some shit. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. There were apes running around. I was like, well, I don't, it's just kind of dumb. All right. So, so, okay. The newest Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. Um, there's machines the ape, everywhere. The yeah. ape is, uh, his intelligence is grown based off of a serum Yep. And they're doing research on him, and and he's getting smarter and smarter and smarter. That's more sci-fi. Oh, because it's a serum, not a surgery. No, no because it's, because an, it's an animal. Yeah. yeah, are humans an not animals? No, no. Yes, yes, we are. No, no we're not. We are scientifically no. I, see, classified I think, as I animals. A, I think that that is a. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to get too much into philosophy here, but I think when you when you categorize humans as animals. I think that devalues uh, human life and the intelligence that we that we have and everything that we've accomplished. You do know there's gradients of intelligence beyond or between you know animals too, I, right? I, I podcast with Rob. Yes, I am well aware. Okay. Oh fuck off! <laughs> I, I, I like the movie, Jason. I'm not going to shit on the movie. I think the movie is actually pretty good. It didn't do very well on Rotten Tomatoes. It didn't look like. Uh, it, it, it did okay. It's got like a well, yeah. it's got like a seventy. I think it was sixty three. Like, let's not like I get you trying to round up, but I think it was closer to sixty three than seventy. Uh, I'm looking on IMDb. Give me just a <laughs> sure. No, go ahead. Research let on the me, fly while I. But, but like, let me bring something else up real quick. So, I go to watch the movie on Plex. Hit Charlie. Boom brings it up to the thing where then you have to hit play. So before I hit play, I look down there and it says drama slash romance. Yeah. It doesn't say sci-fi. Doesn't uh, say look sci-fi. on IMDb. Drama, romance, sci-fi. Yes. Sci-fi. Uh, it's Wikipedia also classifies the story as sci-fi. It is so, first yeah. and foremost a drama. Secondly, it is a romance. And then thirdly, there is just a tinge no, no. of no, sci-fi to it. Wikipedia does not classify it as a sci-fi. All it says, it is based on 
a science fiction short story. It never <laughs> says the film itself yeah. was science fiction. I mean, here's the this is what like just sitting here listening oh to our conversation. God. Right. <laughs> so it's a movie that we all agree is actually pretty good. It probably didn't get nearly uh, the the recognition that it should have. Oh, it did. And, Cliff Robertson and won the that, Academy Award that year for this movie. Who? Cliff Robertson. Look, Uncle Ben. Is that the guy? Is that the lead? Is yeah. that the that's lead? Charlie. Uncle Ben. That's Charlie. Yeah, that's the guy who played Rob. Yeah. Look, let me tell you. I mean, Charlie. Sorry, Rob. Uh, let, let me tell you something. Okay. Like, if you want a, like a more accurate de- de- depiction of someone that has that mental handicap. I look no further than Rain Man. No, he's got a different mental handicap. Yeah, he still has a mental handicap. Or, or, or what? Uh, Sean Penn played uh, played someone with a mental handicap in a movie that he nailed. Oh, Sam! I don't remember because yeah, I am so Sam. I, I th- yeah, so I think this was a very it's a very uh, but again it goes back to the time it was it was made. I think it's a very vanilla, uh, if I can use that descriptor. A uh, very vanilla depiction of someone with a mental hand- handicap, but it does show kind of what they have to go through and how they lived at the time and how it was wrong and how society treated them and how their quote unquote friends treated them. And he was certainly high functioning uh, because he helped, he was able to hold a job. He was able to, to live uh, on his own. He was able to take care of himself for the most part. So I, I look, I, Again, I think it's funny that we're sitting here and we're kind of we're, we're focusing on it's not sci-fi because it's not like you could say it's sci-fi. Like I get it, that's your opinion, man, and it's wrong. It's not sci-fi, but it's a great movie and it has some really great points. And while I would love to sit here and discuss all of the science fiction elements of this movie, there just is not. There's not. And so, at the end of the day, at the end of the discussion, the discussion is: Should you watch this movie? And I think the answer is yes, because again, it goes back to be better. But should you watch it if you're looking for something science fiction? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's more science fiction in 112263. I mean, there just is. There you go. When he asked me the question, you all already know the answer. Ooh, but I want to be in suspense later. Oh, then forget forget I just said that, Rob. Done. So I, th- I think your definition of science fiction is too narrow. Okay, I'm okay with so that. So science though. fiction has never been or classically been about the technology that makes it science fiction or the aspect that makes it science fiction. It's always been a story that is brought about by some aspect of science fiction, or at least good science fiction is about that, especially classical oh. science fiction from uh, the 1950s. Yeah. They, they explored like contemporary uh, themes but they just put some sort of technological marvel as the catalyst for that theme. It was never about that technological marvel. No, but that technological marvel, and I'm sorry, like, I'm, I'm just not that guy. So the, that technological marvel is what holds my interest. Like, I want to see that and I want to see well, and, how and society that's fine. reacts to that. And this isn't that, man. This isn't that. Okay, that's fine. If if the technological marvel is what you're interested in, that's okay. But to say that something isn't sci-fi because the story isn't about that technological marvel. Not my definition of sci-fi for sure. Okay. Again, you can't have my a truth. specific my definition truth. of sci-fi. That it's my truth. It's a, it's oh, my a God. Your drama. truth. So that is a problem. <laughs> it's I a agree. drama truth romance. Truth is not subjective. 
it is a drama romance with a Tinge. sci-fi kicker. A drop. Yeah. A catalyst, a if you will. No. No, not a catalyst. God damn, no. No, no absolutely not. Because you could, you could, look, no. no okay, no. first of all, let's say that well, this is a, a drama romance. You're absolutely correct. There is drama in this. It is definitely a dramatic movie. And there is romance in this for about a third of the film. Would any of that romance have happened if he hadn't gone through with the surgery and become smart? In his mind, probably, because he was enamored no, with her when he was dumb. No, he was not. He he considered yes, he her a friend. Was. He did not have any no, kind no. of sexual proclivities or any kind of romantic thinking whenever he was before the surgery. None. I don't know, man. When he's hanging around, when she's getting in the car with her fiance, I don't know, man. That was just kind of creepy. I was like, look, dude, like the, the polite thing to do is turn around and walk away. Like, you don't sit there. And like, that was, to me, that was creepy. It was weird. It gave off a weird vibe. I got I like, none of that. Cool. Well, we weren't watching the same movie, obviously, because you were watching a science fiction film, and I was watching this, <laughs> roman- this this romantic drama. So again, would any of that romance have happened if the surgery <laughs> yeah. hadn't happened? No, obviously not. So she it is the catalyst for the for a major point of the movie. Oh my god! It was a three minute fucking goddamn surgery where all you saw was him roll in get put on a table and then the fucking anesthesia mask put on. That was it. But it's like, not about no the evidence. surgery. There was no evidence of surgery that it was done. He had a full fucking head. Again, it's not about the fucking surgery. They didn't, they, they didn't show it like brain It is about the results of like the that. surgery and the results of the uh, oh. experimentation and the research. No, no, absolutely. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is a romantic drama that is that revolves around a, a, a fictional surgery that's it that's all it is i'm gonna make a uh i'm gonna make a i'm gonna write a sports uh film <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah so the dude is gonna get hurt um and he won't be able to play sports but then he's gonna have a surgery and he'll be able to play sports again you know what maybe you should just call it a documentary and like on like the tommy john surgery no 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 it's sci-fi well, it was sci-fi before they did it because they're like, I don't know what we can do with Tommy John surgery. I don't know what that is. So 20 years ago, that was science fiction. Now it's science fact. There's a lot of movies that were considered science fiction that are now science fact. But they're still Look at science fiction. Microwaves, fucking iPads, goddamn fucking tablets. Yeah, man. So you just destroyed like, your own argument. No, I didn't because this is not sci-fi. <laughs> okay. You can keep tech. saying it's yeah. not sci-fi. It doesn't change the fact that it you is. Can. I, this, is he is entitled, this is what I want. He's entitled <laughs> yeah. to his own opinions. This okay? is what I want. This is what I want. This is really, really all I want out of life. This is it. Because it, it might end this week according to the Mayan calendar. I, I, want, our, our, Mayan calendar. I want our listeners uh, to let us know. If you like watch this movie, I think you should all watch it. I think objectively... It's a great film. It has uh, something we'll to have say. The, we'll have a link to it in the show notes because it's on YouTube. Yeah. Like, so you should watch this movie. And then I want to hear from the listener. You tell us if this is sci-fi because this is like, I think this is the crux of a lot of arguments and a lot of discussion that we have on this program is that Jason will say something is sci-fi and Rob and I are like, this is not sci-fi. 
So you tell us. Like, I want to know. Like, watch this movie. It's such a good movie. It really is. The acting is well done. The woman is super hot. I don't even know what her name is. Carol Bloom. This film was 1968. Claire. Claire Claire Bloom. Bloom. Sorry. Oh, Claire. Claire, Claire, Claire. If you're still alive. I don't think she is. Uh, probably. Uh, yeah, she is. Oh, shit. That a girl, Claire. Yeah, Hold on. She's, she's 89 years old. Yeah, don't let the yeah, Rona take you, baby. Is, don't baby. let the Rona take you. Uh, yeah, so. Oh, and she's single right now. Oh. So you're she, saying there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> Watch this movie. It is a good movie. It has a great story. It has a great message. Tell us if it's sci-fi. I don't think it is. I think that it is correctly categorized as a as a, a romantic drama uh, with a tinge of sci-fi. And it's not that tinge. It's not the focal point. It might be the focal point in the story. It is not the focal point of the story. And I think that's where I make my distinction. If the science fiction is the focal point of the story, it's science fiction. But if there's an element of science fiction that just promotes like pushes the story along it's not science fiction why is it not science fiction because it's a story about people it's not a story about the uh, a a fantastical fictional science-filled far-flung future where space and 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 with robots and with fucking ray guns and and that kind of shit no none of that stuff there's nothing fantastical about it there's nothing futuristic about it but this movie like that, had, it's just a tiny element. It is a tiny element of this story. It's, it's not a tiny element. You throughout this entire movie, his intelligence grew, and they showed how his intelligence grew, and his interactions yeah. with the people around him. They showed how his intelligence, intelligence affected that. But intelligence inherently is not science fiction. No, In but fact, his intelligence it's not like he got growing. Super intelligence. He didn't become like this this mad genius that was able to just take over the world because he was so smart. He just, he understood the world on a higher level than most people. So he started off. If you break people up into three groups, you have the hyper intelligent, you have the intelligent and you have the non-intelligent. He basically went from non-intelligence to hyper intelligence. He didn't. Oh yeah. She's super hot. Thanks for posting that discord, Rob. Oh, mama. Uh, just went to hyperintelligence and became super horny. That's it. And then like he went through his teenage phase. That's not it. With hookers and blow on a beach and some fucking motorcycles. I don't get it. Dude, he crashed like three cycles. I know. I don't understand. Like, how are you hyperintelligent and crashing motorcycles, dumbass? Riding a motorcycle takes some skill. Not necessarily intelligence. It doesn't take a lot of skill. Wait, Rob, have you ever ridden a motorcycle? No, I've ridden a bike. That's not the same thing. All right. All right. So it probably takes some skill. All I'm saying is it, that's all it did. It took him from low intelligence to hyper intelligence and not like super hyper intelligence where, oh, my God, I understand the universe. I mean, he was learning about the Constitution and uh, fucking American history. Well, that was in his teenage years. That was when he was doing the uh, the high school oh, stuff. So hot. Stop doing that, Rob. You're distracting things. <laughs> Oh, Stop I combing through your personal collection right and now. posting it on Discord. <laughs> oh, mama. God, I was born way too late. I mean, no, she's, probably, she's super lucky I was born late. 
Oh my God, that's weird. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and he's not I in totally lost right my now. fucking train of thought. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> I am fucking completely suck. naked. You something about uh, something about he's in his teenage years. Yeah. He, he oh yeah, he was learning about the Constitution whenever he was doing the high school stuff. That was like right at the beginning of his you know intelligence increasing. But towards the end, he actually took over the research that the doctors who gave him the surgery did and completed it. Yeah. Well, that's me, because they let, were stupid. Yeah, they were kind they of know the answers. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Let me let, let me just throw this out here. So he becomes, uh, he's becoming in his teenage years, right? So he's intelligent and he's probably in, he went from non-intelligent to intelligent, right? Mm -hmm. He's not hyper-intelligent yet. He's just intelligent. Right. And that's when the guys at the, uh, the bakery, like give him the task to do, right? Like here, do this, yeah, like create the, pastry the machine, dough. right? And he does it like when he when they did that, did he not think back to all the shit they did before and go, wait a minute. They weren't very nice to me. So, yeah, I Alan, mean, that's that's curious. Um, mm, mm, so there mm. are some themes that the book actually explores a little deeper than the movie because it, it, you've got time in a book um, and it, it, the book doesn't end nearly as abruptly as the movie. I think the, the book has a much better ending uh, than the movie, but. Um, yeah, that, that's one of the curious things that you would think he would do was reflect back on his life, uh, before the surgery and, and how people treated him and maybe put it together. Maybe he didn't have the intelligence or not the intelligent, uh, but the emotional, uh, maturity yet to actually do that. Because if you recall, his emotional maturity was lagging behind his intelligence. Yeah, no, they said that they, they made it very clear in the exposition. He's still an eight-year-old. Yeah, so by that point, maybe he was only like a 12-year-old where he was still looking at the world in a naive fashion but had the intelligence of a like a 25 or 30-year-old. Maybe, but I don't know many 12-year-olds that try to rape somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was weird. That wasn't in the book. I'm not sure why they put that in there. I don't even think the rebellion phase was in the book either. I think that was a directorial or a, a script choice that they wanted to put in because the counterculture was in full swing at that point. If I could change two things about this movie, the first would be the plot device. I would take that out. So it's just not science fiction at all uh, until I would make this movie in the seventies so that Claire would not be wearing a bra. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> all right. Final thoughts. <laughs> Watch the movie. Watch, please. I, I am telling you, uh, as a friend, as a podcaster, as a guy who has to sit down and watch stupid movies all the time, look, I, I can make fun of, uh, you know, this movie, and I can tell you that that this movie makes uh, space truckers look like, you know, fucking Dennis Hopper's magnum opus. I can tell you that it makes Masters of the Universe look like a modern day uh, uh, sound of uh, music, which it kind of does, because this isn't fucking science fiction, but it is is a good movie. Watch it. Has a great message. Learn, grow, be fucking better. Watch the movie. Rob, you got any final thoughts rattling in that brain of yours? I do. Um, <laughs> because of this because of this movie, it is now official. Morons are all left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was curious. I thought that was actually kind of a, a cool little thing that they did where as he got more intelligent, he, he became right-handed. 
Oh, uh, and I did have, I had one other question. Um, so, you know, when he runs out uh, screaming, I beat him, I beat him, when he beat Algernon for the first time, yep. and he fell on the ground? Yeah. Do you think that was planned? I don't or know. Or if that was a blooper and they just ran with it? If it was planned, he did it perfectly because it Dude, did he, not look he hit hard. Fake. He no. hit hard. Yeah. <laughs> did he say I fell? I think he did. Yeah, yeah I think he, he did. I fell so and then he, he got back up. He stayed in character, so good good on him, yeah. man. Good well, on Cliff him. Robertson's actually a really good actor. I've seen him in a few things. I think one of the first things I ever saw him in was uh, the movie PT-109. Uh, he played a young John Kennedy in that. What was has he was he in anything that I would know? Spider Man and Spider Man Two. Uncle was he Uncle Ben? He was Uncle he Ben. Was Uncle Ben. I yeah. fucking goddamn! I knew it. I knew it. I, I was like that guy looks like Uncle Ben. Yep, he well, was Uncle, Uncle Ben. Uh, uh, yeah. See, mm-hmm. radioactive spider. It all comes back circular. God damn it! Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. James, you've already answered this, but I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is this movie more sci-fi than Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three? That's an emphatic fuck. No, at least, at least there was goddamn time travel in every episode, or most every episode of fucking Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. There wasn't really a time travel device per se. It was just a fucking closet or thin air, like whatever. Uh, this movie had like a fucking surgery. That's it. Goddamn surgery versus time travel. Yeah, there's this uh, this movie's about as fucking sci-fi as Rob is IT. Rob, you got a haiku? I do. Well, lay it on us. Okay. This one is entitled Entitled. Why do I say entitled? This one is titled <laughs> Zero because effort. You're yeah, right. This one's titled Zero Effort. Algernon is smart. See Algernon run through maze. Run, Algernon, run. Oh, God damn. Yeah. You know what? Uh, if this movie's sci-fi, then, then so is uh, so is uh, Forrest. I, I, I wasn't doing Forrest Gump. I was doing more along the lines of, you know, C-spot run. Yeah, the, the run. primer that he had. He was learning yeah. how to read from, yeah. Dick and yeah, Jane. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Forrest Gump. Same thing. Same, same, same movie. More sci fi? Forrest uh, Gump is no, not actually, the same movie. It is nowhere near I, the I fucking say, same movie. I would say, I would say that no, there's more sci fi in this movie, but it's just a tinge. Forrest Gump there's is not nothing a but a fucking boomer jack off movie. A <laughs> boomer jack off movie? Uh, Seriously? Uh, what the fuck uh, is that? It's, it's know. a movie that boomers watch to relive their fucking youth. That's not, uh, dude, that, that is, that's not even. I am offended. Boomers. You should take yeah. that back. That's a good movie. How are you like offended, you're Rob? You're not about, a fucking you're boomer. You're getting fired. You're getting fired by, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We live in a very hypersensitive time now and you have yeah, you hurt can't. my hypersensitive feelings yeah you can't say shit about boomers dude why you you're gonna get fired from your own damn show boomers dude they took on the fucking germans no, they, they took didn't. on the original fascists they weren't born yet the boomers that's the greatest well, generation did. you're thinking of dippy yeah well their parents did Okay. They took well, on the, the Vietnam people. No, we don't talk about Vietnam. 
or or the Korean War. Both of those are just black lung. <laughs> yeah, let's do awards. <laughs> Rob, who's got your black lung? I'm giving it to uh, Dr. Richard, the head doctor, uh, for sucking on a cigarette. Okay. Like, all the time. Like, I mean, after he does the surgery and he's he's like, he, does, he just puts it in his mouth. Yeah, he doesn't ever light it. He just no. hangs there, sad. Or you could give it to... Uh, hey, 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 you know. hey, you gave it to yours. No, no, We're I'm giving on. it to everybody. I'm giving it to the 60s. The 60s. Well, no, you can't because I questioned whether this movie was even made in the 60s because not everybody was smoking. I mean, the entire set wasn't full of fucking cigarette smoke. Oh, no, no. But see, this was towards the end of the 60s um, and they were taking more responsibility because during the montage, it flashed up. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't smoking a cigarette. He was smoking a joint in that scene. Yep. And so was the chick in the montage. Right. So, yeah. But they made sure to flash that smoking was or could be hazardous yeah. to your health. Yeah, yep, yeah yep, it might yep. be. We're not 100% sure. The science fiction is out on that. <laughs> All right, James, who's got your black lung? Uh, the chick in the montage smoking the joint. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so mine is going to go to uh, Alice Kinian because as she was backstage, she asked Charlie for a cigarette. And he goes, I didn't think you smoked. And she goes, I don't. But she was smoking anyway. So never too young well, she, to start. She was what, nervous what, for yeah, Charlie. Yeah, nervous, man. Yeah. When, I was, when I smoked cigarettes, man, I, that always calmed my nerves. James, who's got your head lash? Uh, head lash goes to uh, Ro- uh, Charlie. Sorry, Rob. I keep, I, keep, I keep calling you him and him you. I shouldn't do that. I apologize. You really uh, should. I give it to Rob. I mean, you're going to get fired God from damn, the show. Yeah, too. right. Seriously, I'm just going to get fired. Uh, because, it's going to be a one man uh, host job. And his, yeah, and his best friends because they all went and got a beer. Okay. Rob? And then they told him to go stand on a corner and wait for snow. <laughs> yeah, he's got some uh, of the shittiest friends. Oh, yeah, he really does. I don't, it's like Rob. Rob has the shittiest friends because they just shit all over him. Yeah. You're but, the only one that does. I'm not. You are. I'm not. Rob is aware his I, friends I got, are shitty and he keeps hanging around. So <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, my head lush is going to go to, um, well, I, I'm going to give it to Charlie um, because, you know, Alice asked for a glass of water and he turned around and gave her the good stuff out of his stash. Yeah. yeah the oh, great soda. High. Soda. So, yeah, great knee. Hey, radar. That's not fucking liquor. I know, but it is for Charlie uh, when he is a uh, retard. You can't say that. Re- number you can't one. say that. Retate. You can't. Number one. Okay. No. Number, you're you're Sorry, fucking yeah. with us. You can't even say that. So yeah, moron. And there's a whole a moron. section of our audience that didn't get that radar reference. All right, so mine mash. is going to go to that's mash. Yeah, yeah. We, we got that. Thanks. We got it. We were. I know you got that. I'm getting it for the audience. I'm. I'm letting them know. <laughs> oh, I see. That it was You're the audience proxy. That's yeah. kind of insulting I, uh, to yes, the audience. Yes. Thanks. I, I feel bad for the audience. You're welcome. You're welcome, Cat and Logan. <laughs> wow. Wow. wow! Shots fired. Yeah. Mm. Let's see if they listen. <laughs> All right. So mine's going to go to Charlie as well, but for. Uh, his character a little later, he he comes in before the conference uh, with a 
bottle of champagne with the plastic cork because it's a sign of their times. Uh, and you can tell he's still already lit, which actually kind of follows the book because in the book, as he uh, got smarter, he got drunker all the time. To be dumber? No, it's just he was trying to well, I mean, that deal with the sudden intelligence uh, increase and his dissociation with people that he knew and people in see, general. I'd rather see that. I would rather see that in this movie than his fucking hookers and blow phase. Yeah. Again, I didn't like the whole hookers and blow counterculture sixties segment that they fucking shoehorned into this movie. I wasn't a fan of that. That's, that's one of the yeah, no. criticisms that I have with this movie. It just, it, it didn't flow. It didn't seem, didn't seem legit. In fact, he and, and Alice didn't have a relationship until much later in the story in the book anyway. Well, how long in the book did his intelligence last? I, it lasted a while. In fact, in the book, uh, he went and uh, reconnected with some of his family. Uh, he actually kidnapped Algernon and ran away for a little while. Um, and it was at that point he started seeing Algernon regress. And then he went back and, and finished up the research there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the book is a lot sadder at the end. Um, and the book is written in kind of a journal format. So it starts out him writing a journal about how he's trying to improve his life, learn how to read and write, um, so that, uh, he, he, he's actually trying to be smarter. That's why he's taking the classes. Um, and it's kind of hard to read at first because he, the, the author, Daniel keys writes as Charlie would write in his journal at that point with his intelligence. What left? Left-handed? Yes, left-handed. Yeah, yeah. He he wrote it out and they printed it in in handwriting. Rob, you should definitely check that's that. That's kind of cool. No, that's not how they did it, but it, it misspelling and and poor punctuation. <laughs> he, he, he typed it with his left hand. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, oh, I hate God. I hate reading left-handed type. I do yeah. too. It's They're so terrible. Bad. They're terrible. Yeah, I agree with you, Charlie. I mean, Rob. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, where are we well, at? Who's, who's got your player, Rob? Uh, I'm giving it to uh, Charlie for staring at Miss uh, Keenan's ass. Okay. Oh, no, I'm giving it to Claire. Hottie McHodkins, like, take your bra off, come in and, and ask me to marry you. Hell, yeah, I'll say yes. Hey, Charlie, Rob, you're both dumb. You should have said yes. Oh, so hot. Want to touch the hiney? <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, mine's going to go to Miss Kinian as well um, because not only did she have a relationship with him, but uh, she asked him to marry him at the end as he was regressing, knowing that he was going to regress yeah, back. knowing that. Like, yeah, you know what? I will marry you, and I will do things to you when you are dumb. It is fine. I'm okay with that. But and he said no. Yeah, and I think that was probably be the best call to, on his part. Oh yeah, no, that's the like that is the morally right thing to do on his part is to say no, like look, it's going to be a hard life for you. No, we're not going to do this. That's another no, thing that morally- I really wanted to discuss that we didn't get into was the entire fucking ethics that permeate throughout this movie. I mean, first, informed consent existed at this time, but they kind of just gloss over that whenever she comes and, and says, Hey, you want to be part of this surgery? Do you think that he as 
former Charlie before surgery, Charlie would have had the uh, emotional or the, the emotional intelligence or even the physical intelligence or I guess cognitive intelligence to be able to give conform uh, informed consent I, you know, to participate a, in that study. That's a really good question. The answer is probably no. And at the same time, how closely intertwined is intelligence to emotion? I mean, I think it's in like how you express yourself, but that doesn't mean that the emotion just goes away. Does it like, so once he gets smart and he's able to in- internalize and process the emotions that he's feeling towards hottie Mick hot pants, does that emotion, this love that he feels for her just go away now that he's dumb? Yeah, it's like it's like uh he doesn't remember. Yeah, and that's stupid. That that's happened. not how that's not how it works. They they kind of touch on that in the book. So in the book as he gets more uh intelligence, intelligent, he looks back on his memories uh before the surgery and he describes it as looking through a, a window at somebody else's life. Okay, but what about the other way around? He actually describes, he actually, so in the, uh, in the book, and I'm, I'm going to spoil this for anybody who hasn't read the book. So in the book, as he regresses, he remembers being smart. He tries to get his job, his former job back. Um, but, and he, he gets it back. The person hires him back, but he remembers the things that happened before, um, which actually the, the people that fucked with him at his job before come to his aid, uh, whenever a new guy tries to fuck with him. Um, but he also remembers, uh, his, uh, relationship with Miss Kinian, um, and relationships with other people. And he can't handle that. And he doesn't want to, uh, he doesn't want to put them in the situation of having seen him dumb and then smart and then dumb again. And so he actually goes to a state home uh, to live out the rest of his life. Oh, well that sucks. Especially during that time. Fuck that. He'd actually visited the state home when he was smart because that was one of the options that he was exploring. So. Yeah. No, I think that again, like that goes back to, I think this movie did probably a lot of good things back then. I think it can still do a lot of good things today because I don't think mental uh, mental health uh, is, is something that we as Americans, uh, specifically we as Americans, are very good at talking about, and and so I think it's a great movie to to do that. But it's not in sci-fi. It is, it no. is. Uh, where are we at? So purple hippo, purple, purple hippo. hippo. Yeah. James, who gets your purple hippo? Oh, you do because this ain't sci-fi. Yeah, it is. So, but thanks for the award anyway, Rob. You're welcome. Put it on your mantle. <laughs> wait, wait, I want. Well, I want the acceptance speech. <laughs> I think you just got it. Fuck you. The <laughs> Fuck you. Moving on. Uh, my purple hippo is going to go to Dr. Richard for thinking that he knew better uh, than a psychologist on how to do psychology. Cause like, is that who, he, did she play a psychologist? Is that who she was? No, 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 no. Well, no, like the late, the girl, both the women. So I think he was, a, uh, were, he was the neurologist and she was the right. psychi- psychiatrist. R- right. Yeah. Oh. So he's, he's the brain dude. She's the emotional stability and all that kind of dude uh, stuff. And, and she's like, he's like, yeah, screw it. No, it's fine. I know better than you. 
Woman, get back in the kitchen. You're lucky yeah, I my let sandwich? you out. Yeah, you're <laughs> lucky kidding. I let you work with me. Exactly. All right. So mine is going to go to Charlie for his two week bender uh, during his rebellion <laughs> years. <laughs> rebellion years. It's rebellion weeks. Yeah. When, the the rebellion get... two weeks where he managed to grow a full beard and grow his <laughs> hair out and party for two weeks and then come back all all shaved and, and haircutted. Of course, I can see it because did you see how much fucking hair he had coming off of his back and neck? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they did shave his head for the surgery and it just grew back that fast. Yeah. yeah, this yeah is a hairy like motherfucker. See, this is like science fiction. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if, that, if that is the, the hill you want to die on, so be it. <laughs> this is not science fiction. Science fiction. Seriously, people, go watch this movie and let us know. Like, please, 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 please. Like, look, I don't make you watch Space Truckers. I don't make you watch Motu. We do that for you. Like this movie, you should probably watch. Really good message. Really good acting. Uh, the direction was kind of a little weird. The camera, the, like some of the stuff he did with the cameras and the split screens and stuff. You're like, eh. Well, that's very sick. And the music was just shit. Dude, <laughs> there was the so music much oboe okay. in the music. Oh, um, what? I thought Ravi Shankar did pretty good with the music. Yeah, it sounded like sad clown music the whole fucking time. I was, no, thanks. No, no. Uh, so t- let us know. Like, watch this movie and let us know. It's on YouTube. In the show notes, you'll have a, a link to it. It's on. Uh, it's free. Watch it. Let us know. All right. So next week, uh, we're going to do things a little bit different. We're going to watch the movie oh, when... Oh. An alien spacecraft of enormous power is spotted approaching Earth. Admiral James T. Kirk resumes command of the overhauled USS Enterprise in order to intercept it. We're going to watch Star Trek, the motion picture, 1979, on our lead up to uh, watching all of the Star Trek movies in the next couple of months. It's going to be the summer of Star Trek. What are you doing? I was doing a little background music for you. No, we, we have background music that plays. You do you don't need to oh, sing, no. I promise. I, I, I had to be honest. Yeah, and besides, if you're gonna sing, you have to do his favorite song. And all that she wants is another baby. <laughs> Damn She's it. gone tomorrow, boy. <laughs> Damn it, I hate you. I was doing the Star Trek theme, not that bullshit song. Yeah, but that's Jason's favorite song. Right. Fuck. So this is the you. summer of Star Trek. So what you're saying, Jason, is we're going to get sauced. We're going to get sauced mm-hmm. the summer of Star mm-hmm. Trek. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, it all comes back around. It'll come back around uh, in, uh, you know, when we do two. And he says, sauce for the goose, Mr. Savick. Sauce <laughs> for the goose. All right. Well, that's all we got yeah. for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Pod crawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. Twitter. Did you just wow. say Twitter? Twitter, yeah. It's called everybody on a twat. At status underscore podcast or email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. 
If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon and make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. Yep, we're on Twitter and Twatter. <laughs> Twatter and Twitter. Are we on Facebook too? <laughs> and for this week, I'm Jason. No hokey pokey in my house. Hey, Rob, are you left-handed yet? No, I am right-handed, dude. I don't believe you. And we'll talk to you next week. And he's the subject who can't be at a mouse in a raise. It's Rob. Fuck, let me do that again. <laughs> can't beat a mouse in a raise. Yeah. A raise. I, I, com- yeah. I, I combined maze and race into one word, apparently. So let's do raise. that again. I jerk off right-handed. Jesus Christ. God damn. Well, then that's just the stranger for you. <laughs> no. That's all that is. <laughs> Yeah, I got to I got to spice it up, man.